Savaged Unfiltered. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. More technical problems. We live in the 21st century. Savaged Unfiltered. <laughs> Your host, Michael Gardner. Like a hell cat. Alrighty, guys, welcome to uh, Savaged Unfiltered. I am your handsome man on the left-hand side of the screen, Michael Gardner. Joining me here once and foremost is the second most handsome man here on Savage Unfiltered Podcast, uh, Joseph M. Leonard, the author of Terror Strikes, coming to a city near you. And soon to be, uh, well, I can't say soon to be because he already is the fucking author, uh, author of How to Write a Book and Get It Published. Joseph, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Joseph, because we're always talking audio, man, and it's like, you know, we want to see what those sons of bitches look like on the video. So anyway, <laughs> and I'm sure Joseph's upset right now because he doesn't have his green screen, you know, with terror strikes in the back, but it's okay. We're going to get that going on Restream. I know that's uh, very important to Joseph. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, instead you get a look at my ugly living room, but uh, Eric, my uh, wedding photos on the left and right, and in the middle is my grandfather's wedding photo. But other than that, you see the ugly wow. couch. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's, oh, boy. But, Joseph, man, I want to talk about your book. Uh, you got a book coming out, your second book, uh, how, to write a, um, how to Write a Book and Get It Published, right? Is that, the, is that the title of it? Yeah, which is, of course, conversational English as opposed to written English. And I titled it that that way because that is, of course, one of the things discussed in the book. I, I get to kind of share my journey from conception to writing to publishing to now marketing terror strikes coming soon to a city near you. Because I know there's a lot of people who love to write. Maybe like me, they've been writing since they were like six years old, you know doodling stories and things like that. Well, how to write a book and get it published will help bring a book in you to market. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so what what made you come out with this book, man? Uh, I know it's a, you know, you had a, a first book coming out, man, with uh, terror strikes coming to a city near you. Is it something that you were thinking about for a long time, man? I know we've been talking on the air, you know, especially the podcast here, I mean, with your book, so. Yeah, it, it actually kind of was an afterthought. I just, uh, I was doing more and more interviews in, you know, about tear strikes coming soon to a city near you. And then people would say, well, come back on and let's just talk about writing and publishing in general. So after the sixth interview like that, I thought, why not put that in a book? 
right? Yeah. If, if everybody, yeah, why not put it in a book? If everybody's asking, I may as well put it in print. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, yeah. Right. Well, so you know, I, I took several of those interviews, like I suggested to you, since you have a podcast, you have a ready-made book. You could transcribe a couple of your shows and then expound upon it. Well, I did the same thing. I used my own cheat, so to speak. It's the full title of yeah. how to write a book and get it published, subtitled Hints, Tips, and Techniques. Uh, so that's one of the, you know, hint or tip or technique or trick. Uh, I took those shows, three of those shows that I was on, four actually, one one podcast had uh, two interviews. And I put them through an online transcriber. So I then was able to cut and paste those shows right into the book and then expound upon things that were left out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's hey, man, uh, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. But, uh, and again, you know, it, it, for anybody who has a podcast, it it greatly... Savaged Unfiltered. I was able to take those, transcribe them, and bam, that was half the, well, not quite half the book, maybe a third of the book right there. And then I just had to fill in other blanks. Yeah, yeah. So here, uh, tell me one thing, Joseph. Uh, do you see yourself writing a third book, man? I know we discussed it on the show. Yeah, I, I so have. Many, you know, more books, but. I have a third book, uh, well, that was going to be my second, but I interjected how to write a book to get it published as my second instead. Uh, I have another one that I have the rough outline together for, which is basically going to be a, a, a Christian bookshelf kind of book. Uh, I, I can't talk about it. I uh, if I give spoilers, someone can steal it and beat me to the punch, so to speak. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll be able to steal that. They'll use that. They'll butcher the freaking name, and they'll be like, "Oh, I'm I'm the new author of this and this and this." You know, and <laughs> you hear Joseph over there in Michigan saying, "You son of a fucking yeah. <laughs> bitch, man." You, you know, <laughs> and you so. can't copyright an idea. <laughs> you can only copyright no, no. certain words. I mean, you could trademark a phrase, but you can't copyright an idea. So, yeah, if if you openly throw out an idea for a story and someone else steals it, don't go crying to a lawyer. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, I, I don't think the technology is there yet, Joseph. I mean, you know, we haven't developed it yet on that scale. You know? Yeah. So, now, oh, you know, I obviously yeah, ahead, man. there are plagiarism laws. Now, if you've got oh, an yeah. idea and you've written down some things and somebody steals verbatim some paragraphs you wrote for your book, well, not now you've got a plagiarism case. You've got a copyright case. But 
Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like I say in How to Write a Book and Get It Published in one of the gen, general chapters, like uh, one of my favorite movies is Stargate. And my favorite TV series of all time is Stargate SG-1. Well, that was based on someone else's idea. And the idea and concept of wormholes has is, is been a scientific theory for a while. So that plays on those theories and those thoughts. But now you can't write a book. You can write a book using wormholes. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Space travel, yeah, wormholes, aliens. You know, those are all general concepts. You can write your own book on that. But actual pyramid-shaped yeah. alien ships landing on pyramids on Earth, well, that would be kind of touchy. That's kind of unique to them, and they would have a, a, a bit of a plagiarism case if you tried to steal that idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, by far, by far. And, uh, you know, I, I want to let the folks know out there, you know, that's tuning into the show. Obviously, if you're tuning in on iHeart, uh, much appreciation. I know we're doing fucking phenomenal on iHeart. Thank you very much. And, uh, uh, Joseph, you got some fans on iHeart. I, I really want to uh, give the hat to where it's due. Uh, Joseph, I mean, you're, you're, you're becoming very, very well known in the uh, Toronto area there up in Canada. I noticed some uh, listeners coming in saying that they uh, they wanted a second book from you for many many months that you've been on the show. So uh, yeah, man, uh, that's that's awesome, man. I so what, the book yeah, does it have well, a release date yet, Joseph? I know we've been discussing that on the show. I was hoping for today, <laughs> but okay, it should be by the end of the week. We mit, we're going to miss today. When I'm done with you, I've got a Zoom call with Michael Clausen, the CEO of Illumify Media. And of course, I forgot to unplug the phone. Savaged Unfiltered. For the damn phone. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, yeah. so I that's, got a Zoom. That's with Joseph's. Uh... Joseph's digital secretary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a smart home phone even. So oh, no. It announces who's calling. Yeah. It doesn't just ring. It announces who's calling. But anyway, I've got the call a Zoom with the CEO of uh, Illumify this afternoon to discuss. Hopefully Wednesday oh, wow. or Friday, we should have the cover wrapped up and ready to upload to Kindle, Amazon Kindle. Damn. Yeah, man. That's that's some good stuff you got going on there. Uh, Illumify is a big publishing company. I know some friends of mine that live up north still, man. Uh, they have written some books, man, and through Illumify, and it's it's a damn good uh, good header, man, to have. Yeah. Um, well, you you. Mentioned... I'm using a company outside of uh, Tampa, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Illumify and McHenry, which terror strikes coming soon to a city near you. McHenry Press is a subsidiary of Illumify Media. Michael created McHenry Press, and if that sounds familiar, it should McHenry, as in Fort McHenry, yeah. as in the Star Spangled Banner, Francis Scott Key wrote about uh, 
the, the Star Spangled Banner about Fort McHenry. So it's the patriotic books line of Illumify, and they're out of Colorado. But you mentioned Toronto. That, that doesn't surprise me because uh, uh, terror strikes coming soon to a city near you has a chapter on Toronto, London, England, Madrid, Spain, and Tokyo, oh, wow. Japan. So uh, the book, I, I think, does pretty well in the Toronto area because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've folks, I I've read some of uh, Joseph's first book there, terror strikes. And uh, I could say, man, it's, it's, it's a damn good book. Uh, I mean, not just to, you know, plug Joseph in just to plug him in, but I mean, I, I give credit to where it's due. The book is fucking phenomenal. It deals with terrorism. It deals with just a lot of different other types and topics. Right. Yeah. And if you. you're looking for a really good political book, man, for the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is pick it not. Up. It is not yeah. just about terrorism. Uh, I like to say it's not a book about death because you hear terrorism, you think death and destruction. It's a book about life and living, and those both foreign and domestic, including American fascocrats, as I call them, trying to destroy Western culture. And uh, it, it's funny. I, I got a negative review the other day. So I just wrote a blog. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I, I wrote a blog on it. Uh, if you go, you could go to terrorstrikes.info slash reviews, terrorstrikes.info slash reviews. There's a negative review from Susan in Australia. And my publisher said, why would you want to put a negative review on your reviews page? And I explained, simple, because I can rebut her review and explain why I think she gave me an honest negative review because she didn't get it. She just didn't get the book. And being yeah. in Australia, well, she just well, may not well, know Joseph, enough get, about yeah, European get you, hey, politics. Yeah, Joseph, get this, man. It also shows that you're not uh, you're not ha having these on page and you're paying them to uh, to just say it. It actually shows real and 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 honesty on you as 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 an author. So that's awesome, man. That's a good marketing pitch to put that negative review on there. Again, it's showing the the people that are buying your book and looking at the reviews. Like, wow, this guy is just not paying people. He's actually, you know, having real people review his book, and yeah. that's that, that's awesome, man. You do. I stuff got like another that. negative one the other day, which is where I was going with it. So I wrote a blog on it. You could go to tinyurl dot com slash jld articles that's short for j leonard detroit which is my social media handle on virtually every social media platform so tinyurl.com slash jld articles uh and there at, was that the cow at, i heard some cows Joseph. yeah that that was my rooster alarm <laughs> clock reminding me we had the interview i thought a good thing I checked at 11 o'clock because you were ready to go because I, I wrote down 11.30 we were doing today. So that was the alarm clock. I forgot to turn oh. off. But uh, a guy named Max oh, okay. gave right. me a negative review. So I wrote a blog about his review because it's clear, oh, to, shit. It's clear to me he didn't really read the book. He's a left-wing yeah. troll 
engaging in cancel culture because he doesn't want you or anyone else to read my book. And he goes into a bunch of Alinsky style ad hominem false narrative tropes about us as conservatives, you know? So he trots out all these. In fact, let me scroll down. I'm on the page. He titles his review. He gives me one out of five stars and says, a must have for every prepper's bunker bookshelf. Uh, And and rather than getting upset (laughs) about that, I laughed and said, I can turn this into a positive because it's clear he didn't read the book and his whole review is nothing but, you know, his stereotypes of what a person on the right is and therefore what he thinks is in my book rather than what is actually in my book, you know, because it's pro-America. It's yeah. pro-free speech, pro-free markets, yeah. pro-life, pro-family, pro-individualism, pro-content of character, like Martin Luther King said, instead of left-wing identity. You know, Joseph, he's just, he, he's just your typical jackass uh, liberal idiot, man. Yep. He's yep. just out there just to everybody's life a living hell because he wants something that Joseph has. And you have something, Joseph, that's m- r- remarkable. And he's just probably like a, a schmuck that's living in a, in a trailer somewhere in uh, uh, Midwest uh, America. You know? Michael Gardner. Tinyurl.com slash JLD articles. It's the one at the very top. You can see it. You know, get a laugh. And at the same time, you'll learn a little bit more about my book. And then hopefully consider... It's not too late. Amazon, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can order from Amazon and still get it in time for Christmas. Now, if you go to terrorstrikes.info slash buy, I send out third class mail. You won't get it in time for Christmas, but you'll get an autographed copy if you buy direct from me. So you could, you know, well, that's good. Print out the cover and say, here, this is coming after Christmas, an autographed copy. That's that's why I don't have the book for you today, because I wanted to get you an autographed author copy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And uh, just to let you guys know, I'm writing a book myself. You know, it's 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 out. It's well, it's not out yet, but it's uh, it will be out in about what, uh, 11 days from now. Uh, so about another 11 days, guys, about a little week, week and a half, actually, which will be out December 30th, guys. You're going to want to check that out. Uh, yeah. The, and I wanted, I want to, th- about two days prior to that. I want to thank Yeah. You. Hang on, Joseph. About two days prior to that, uh, I will be doing a show on that. So yeah. you're going to want to look out for that. I look forward What's to up, that. Joseph? I look forward to the show. I look forward to the book and I want to thank you. Uh, a spoiler alert. That's not a big spoiler. Michael let me write the forward to his book. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph is uh, uh, and he, I mean, he's 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 credit in the book uh, more than just the forward. I, I credit him in about like uh, like six or seven pages. By the way, Joseph, um, I took your offer up with uh, you know, putting in an editing. Uh, which I had up until the 16th. So about a couple, like three, four days ago. Oh, and I index? spoke to. You mean index? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the index. Yeah. 
Yeah, that your your book where you have name references usually should have an index to it. So I'm glad I caught you in time and was able to give you that so that you could do that before it comes out. That's good. Now, the only bad side about it was uh, the book was supposed to have uh, 72 pages. It actually made it uh, 83 pages. <laughs> so we had to put it up to 83 pages. Now, this book is not a very large book. I don't have like two, four, five, six hundred pages because I don't believe in all that. Uh, I, you, you would lose somebody after 150, I think, in my personal opinion. But uh, I, I did it a medium size, you know, medium scale type of book. Uh, each chapter covers roughly about a page and a half, sometimes three or four, depending on the content. So I'm just letting the listeners know, you know, and it's not a four, five, six hundred page book. You know, I, oh God, it would probably take me like six years uh, to, to write that. But, you know, <laughs> but yeah, but Joseph, I got to tell you, man, writing a book is a bitch. It takes a long time, man. Oh, my God. It can. Yeah, it can. Unless if you can cheat, like I said, and transcribe a show <laughs> or another yeah. cheat. It, it, those of you in the audience, here's another cheat in how to write a book and get it published. If you've written op-ed pieces or a letters to the editor, or if you've done a blog, or if you do video blogs, you could convert the blog to audio, then have that audio transcribed. So, you know, you can cheat a bit. You can repurpose a blog that you've written in the past. And I did that cheat in Terror Strikes Coming Soon to a City Near You. There are two blogs in Terror Strikes Coming Soon to a City Near You that were my blogs. What the fuck kind of shit is I that, huh? and reworked a bit to be my character Martin's written blogs. So there are shortcuts yeah. that you can take to help oh, yeah. speed up the writing process. Otherwise, yeah, it does. I, Terror Strikes took me 12 months to write. Six months in 2006, then I set it aside. Then the dream that Terror Strikes Coming Soon to a City Near You is based on reoccurred in 2021. So I picked the book back up, spent another six months finishing it. So yeah, a, a, a book. Now, how to write a book and get it published, because I had all those interviews that were transcribed I was able to put together in six weeks. That's a rare. Damn. That's a rarity, though. That is a rarity. Yeah. Normally, a book is going to take you if you've got the time to dedicate six months to a year, potentially more. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, just by the way, uh, guys, uh, uh, Joseph, you don't mind, man. I'm gonna I, I gotta get into another seg uh, segment. That terrorism stopped during COVID. Unfortunately, mainstream media opted to prioritize pandemic hysteria over promoting all news. Terrorism continues. Simply hoping that it doesn't affect you is not a strategy. The new book, Terror Strikes, coming soon to a city near you, featured on The Author Show, is now available in paperback from bookstores, online, or as an ebook exclusively through Amazon Kindle. Terror Strikes, coming soon to a city near you by Joseph M. Leonard. Order today. You see that, Joseph, or are you, are, are you just kind of seeing where it goes from now? I, I hope so. I, I need to certainly wait and see. 
uh, how how well these two books go. Uh, yeah. In a way, they're almost companion pieces because how to write a book and get it published. Even if you don't have a book in you, maybe you just want a behind-the-scenes look of what it takes to write a book. So it's like a companion to Terror oh, Strikes. Yeah. It's the journey that it took to bring Terror Strikes to market. So even if you yourself aren't yeah. interested in writing a book and getting it published, it is something you can read to educate yourself on what it takes for an author to write and publish and market a book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, by far. And, you know, for the listeners that are tuning into this, they're like, wow, we're, we're actually getting an in-depth uh, look of the author uh, behind the mic here, Joseph M. Leonard. We usually hear him talking about politics, but I, I wanted to do this for Joseph because, you know, he, he he's he's very talented in writing books and you get, you know, sort of, uh, you know, the savage depth of uh, of uh, a micism word that I created on this show. You know, it's a savage depth of, of, of Joseph M. Leonard, you know, behind the mic of what he actually does besides, you know, just not only talking on, on this show. Uh, he has a tremendous presence on uh, Wham Radio up in Detroit, Ann Arbor area uh, with uh, our good friend Derek here. Now part of the, you know, uh, well, he's not part of the show, but I consider him a friend of the show. But, uh, you know, it's good stuff. Good stuff, guys. I want to get into some uh, announcements here, guys. Uh, yeah, uh, Layla London. Now, Layla London, guys, uh, she's going to be joining us tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a um, a pre-recorded episode, guys. So that means uh, she will be uh, uh, on the show. And for those who are not aware of Layla London, uh, she is a podcaster. It's another OnlyFans mom interviewing, actually. I interviewed one last week. That will drop at the end of the month uh, due to some, you know, clogging. I don't want to clog my own show uh, with episodes and everything. I usually, sometimes I drop them right away. Sometimes I save them, depending on the content. So the first one I did last week with a OnlyFans model, that will be dropped the end of this month. The one I'm doing tomorrow with Layla, that will be dropped on tomorrow afternoon. And then uh, tomorrow afternoon around like three o'clock we're doing a recorded episode uh with a um a leftist liberal <laughs> yeah uh suzanne Pazel uh out of uh arizona will be on the show tomorrow discussing uh you know her inside world of how she looks at politics that should be a rather rather interesting show uh i've had a couple liberals on the show in the past so it's rather interesting getting her inside look of how she views politics so really yeah and to, despite her name being one, good shows, I'm with Layla London, uh, another man's. Um, yeah, go yeah, ahead, Joseph. And her name is London, which makes you think of England, which makes you think crooked teeth. But I've seen a picture <laughs> you showed me. She has good teeth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's she's <laughs> you, actually. You, you uh, know she's, me. I like to throw a joke in every now and then. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's, she's she's a very attractive young lady. Uh, well, not too young. I mean, she's like maybe 35. I actually cooked her up, you know, not to be a creepo or anything, but I actually looked her up and yeah, she's, she's about middle-aged 35, 37, but yeah. So that one's going to drop tomorrow afternoon, guys. The one I'm doing with Suzanne, uh, we're going to drop that uh, Wednesday morning. And then uh, in January, January, we're going to have a woman uh, from where the hell is she at? Shaky, give me the notes. Thank you. Shaky, give me notes. Don't text me. I hate that texting fucking shit. <laughs> but uh, uh, in 
January, January, we're going to be talking with uh, Carrie Ann Gulliver. I hope I didn't butcher the last name. Sorry, guys, um, if I did. But uh, Carrie Ann Gulliver uh, will be on the show January 6th. Now, Carrie Ann Gulliver, guys, is um, a woman that uh, is the founder, and she runs a company by the name of America's Franchise Matchmaker. And she considers herself the greatest gift in talent. Oh, well, we're going to have to see about that. But anyway. January, I have another announcement, guys, before I'm going to get into another segment. i got to get the announcements out because I, I think it's tremendous to give you a little heatway of what's happening here on Savage Unfiltered. Now, January 17th, we're going to have a woman coming in from the, the country of Israel, from the capital, uh, that goes by the name of Dr. Shoshana Levin Fox. Now, she does reside in Israel, so you got to bear with me with the uh, hopefully – we don't get too much on her end because she is about, oh, God, almost 14 hours ahead of me. So, And I've had some lagging with some individuals from Australia. Joseph was on the show. And we had some uh, tried to edit that fucking show the best I could, but sometimes you just can't do it. But uh, she'll be on the show to discuss her issues with freedom across the world. She's a huge advocate for freedom. And she, not only does she want to see freedom in her home country of Israel, uh, but she wants to see change here in America. Discuss that on the show. Uh, that show is going to be a very, very rather interesting show, January 17th. So it's going to be a Tuesday, guys. Uh, I'm going to try to uh, drop that that day or possibly the next day. But back to the show, guys. I just wanted to give you some insight, uh, you know, what's going on, Savage Unfiltered. Oh, and, oh, forgot. Thank, thank you. Shaky. Fuck. Stop with the fucking texting. Jeez, fucking give me a note. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but anyway, Shaky texting me. He's, uh, uh, he's, literally the other side of this room here so he wants to text me instead of throwing papers because this is what he does he just throws papers here i'll, I'll give you the paper he gave me he's shaky papers, i don't want to hear that fucking shit is shaky a gen zer i mean that's all they know how to do is text they don't even know how to use a pick up and make a phone call <laughs> no nah, shaky's about five years older than me joe so he's oh, like okay. 45 but so yeah. he doesn't yeah. have the gen z excuse so yeah that, that well there's gen zers i mean they don't even know how to use a regular phone. All they know how to do is use those thumbs and text everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the show this Wednesday, guys, uh, I had to get this in. Uh, we're going to have another uh, 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 personality similar to like what we had uh, a couple weeks ago with Uncle Herpes. Savaged Unfiltered. have this uh, gentleman i think it's a gentleman i looked i i i think it's a gentleman I, it's hard to tell because the 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 you know the, the gender is not you know presented very well you can check them out it's called seven uh his or her name is i think joseph that how, how can you say it like is it a woman or is it a man it's hard to tell i don't know if you looked it up but no i didn't look and yeah that i mean that's a good question i i kind of uh uh, guess uh, made the assumption like we shouldn't do that it's a man too but because <laughs> when I think seven I think like I, I'm hoping it's a man because it looks like a man on, on, on his Instagram <laughs> what? yeah cause, well seven I, oh, I yeah, kind of okay. think of like Zen S-V-E-N 
which is a male, a Swedish oh, yeah, yeah, male yeah. name. So I, I think that kind of gave me the bias that Seven would be a, a male name. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I looked him up. Uh, seven Med Season is her, uh, either his or her uh, handle. And uh, when I have him or her on the show, I'm going to apologize because I, I, I don't know what it is. It's like we were talking to Uncle Herpes. Uncle Herpes could have been a female for all we know. You know, I mean, you never know. But, you know <laughs> now, but, uh, there but, is, you remember in Star Trek, there's that female character, what, seven of nine or something like that? So I guess seven can be a female name, too. <laughs> Could be. It could be. Uh, uh, he's got a tremendous following. Uh, looking on uh, the uh, the Instagram right now, and oh god, he's up to like, what the hell is it? It's it's up there, Joseph. I know that. Let me just plug into this thing here. I, I love plugging people in with, with of what it's due here. Here we go. Yeah, seven mad season. He's called Joseph, and he's got a. If, following 50,000 followers on Instagram. So he's got a very, very large following, or she's got a large following. But, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. So good. he'll be on the I, show I this Wednesday, guys. Yeah, I don't spend a whole lot of time on Instagram. Uh, I know there are, I, I think your show does pretty well with Instagram. I'm, I'm on Instagram to promote the book mainly, of course, but I haven't been on Instagram as long as I've been on so many of the other platforms so i've yet to you know build up yeah. much of a following myself on instagram so i'm at jay leonard detroit you could see it i think you could see the uh moniker at the bottom right joseph m leonard aka jay leonard detroit no owen leonard on most social yeah. media platforms you can find me as jay leonard detroit there you go there you you go uh man you were on the sauce report man how did that go oh yeah it went pretty good yeah him and i talked for about uh, 40 minutes or so uh at uh nine o'clock this morning and uh, we're gonna go at uh, some people under the delusion that terrorism went away because they weren't seeing it on the nightly news like they were because 24 7 wuhan virus hysteria fear porn has been what the news has been covering the last you know two and a half three years well folks terrorism hasn't gone anywhere just because no. it isn't under your nose on the nightly news every day and again this book is not not just about terrorism it's about a whole lot of other things again not about death it's about life and living and those both foreign and domestic including american fascists who are destroying western culture from within yep well it all starts at the southern border you know it all starts you know and a lot of people think you know oh we're not going to be having a terrorist like there's not going to be any terrorists uh coming within the southern border well you look at venezuela you know i'm no i'm no brain i'm no like dumb fool but i understand if you leave your door wide open and it's like you, uh, it's like this. You, uh, you're next to a prison, okay? Part and two you tomorrow get rid of at nine o'clock in the morning. So yeah, it went pretty yeah. good. He he just kind of wanted to do a a vague introduction show 
uh, at first, and I, I'm not sure what he's got planned for tomorrow. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So part t uh, part one was today, um, which um, I didn't see it drop on Spotify yet. So I, I guess he's going to drop that soon. I know uh, iHeart takes a long time, man, for it to drop. So hopefully by tomorrow, guys, that will drop on iHeart. So just let you know. I don't know why. I don't know why our, our iHeart, Joseph, takes forever to drop. It usually takes like 15 hours after initially yeah. they drop. Well, it could it's be. On spot. Could have no to idea. do with contracts. I mean. Like uh, I, I've not read the anchor contract. So if you're doing through anchor and feeding iHeart, there's probably fine print in the anchor contract that says they've got at least a 12-hour exclusive to you. Yeah, so it gets delayed elsewhere. Kind of like Trump has a contract with Truth Social. Any social media he publishes must go through Truth. And they get a, I think, a 24-hour exclusive before he's supposed to be able to share that anywhere else. But everybody else oh, yeah. prints it, shares it ahead of time. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody does what the hell they want to do. But I mean, you know, I, I guys, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm contracted through uh, Anchor and Riverside. It's the same company, so we, 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 we flip flop back and forth. We do the flip flop scenario. Like I'll, I, I'll. Uh, are there broadcast anchor, you know, usually for the audio or we're doing video today. So we're going to bro broadcast on Riverside. And then in January next month, guys, we're going right over the restream, you know, so I can say bye-bye Riverside. Bye-bye yeah. anchor. Well, I, I can't say bye-bye anchor because anchor will still be the base where I'm going to upload, you know, the, the audio format of it. But yeah. 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 Restream yeah. works really good. I, I really like restream and whenever I talk, you know, unofficially off air to other podcasters. I highly recommend Restream because I like the feature that whoever is on the show can also stream the show onto our YouTube channel and Facebook and Twitter or whatever, you know, so that expands yeah. the audience all the way around. Yeah, you know what's good too, Joseph, is the... Um... Uh, the feature that Restream allows the guests uh, to basically, uh, after every recording, now I don't know if you guys know this though, but after every recording, uh, Restream usually sends out an email uh, to that guest, um, you know, because in Restream you have to put your name and your, and your email usually. Now there's a reason why you put your email. Restream will send you the actual cut of the broadcast uh, to your email. So you could use that for your own uh, per promotion features. Like if you want to promote something on your end, you can use that as well. You could you could go into that that recording, uh, guys. And you know, Joseph, if you if you're not aware of this, you can go into that uh, recording and cut out a piece of maybe like a 15 or a 20 second little clip for your own promo promotion. So that, I think that's good. Yeah, you know? like that. Good stuff. Extremely useful for like if you're on TikTok. Uh, yeah, which I'm on TikTok. I got three whole videos, one about two about terror strikes and one about uh, the how to write a book and get it published uh, announcement. Other than that, I don't do anything. But yeah, you could then take a snippet video and put it on TikTok and well, share it on all the social media platforms. But TikTok being, you know, short snippet video oriented, it's a good place 
for that. And then I wanted to add one last thing before we move on from how to write a book and get it published. Uh, Ed Temple, who is the author of The Last Terrorist and Escape from Uncle Sam's Plantation, and also a co-host of the George Espenlob Show podcast that I was on, in part says about it, like I was saying, even if you're not writing a book, it gives you good behind the scenes. In part, he says, the book flows like a novel rather than a typical how-to book. So right. it can still be go. of interest to people not looking to write their own book. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. And uh, uh, Sauce here, the guy, the gentleman, the other uh, gentleman that comes on the show sometimes, just sent me a, a text message saying that the uh, the episode with Joseph dropped. So it's right here, guys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, wow. Thank you, thank you very much, Sauce, for being informative, man. Joseph here, so it's 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 on Spotify. I'm like, thanks very much. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And one of the other reasons yeah. too where, that you're going to restream. That's good because Riverside gets a little iffy. Like even today, I don't yeah. know if it's just. Uh, us seeing it or if the audience will see it but there's no freezing you're not freezing but there is some stutter to your video there are slight stutterings in your video so i i don't know if that's well what's good about up again or what well what's good about it is sometimes it um See, I'm broadcasting off of uh, t- uh, 1080p right now. It shows Joseph broadcasting at a 360p. It got a really low uh, quality on Joseph, but it's okay. But actually, when we broadcast, it's the, the actual recording is at a higher quality, Joseph. So when it finishes and everything, um, it will go into the full 1080k. So it's it's okay. They 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 understand that you know everybody's Wi-Fi connection is not always the same as the other person's Wi-Fi connection. So yeah, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'm gonna get into the story here, guys. We're gonna close it up here in about maybe another 10, 15 minutes. But um, uh, I I had a I'm developing a huge passion, man, for art districts. I don't know if you have a lot of art districts there in, in Detroit area of Michigan, but down here in Florida, man, they're popping up all, all over the place. And the police are actually, you know, these artists, you know, to, to take spray paint and uh, and create graffiti on walls in the city walls of Orlando, you know, to, to kind of dress it up a little bit. And uh, I'm, I'm if you notice on my Instagram, guys, I've been putting in, amazing type of content and with the different types of uh, graphic art that I've been noticing because I, I love it, man. I, I really do. do. Do you guys have a lot of, uh, a lot of art there in uh, Detroit? We, we do have some cityscape murals here and there. Uh, they've not okay. let them go on like you're talking about. And we do have a Detroit Institute of Arts, of course. So there's kind of the arts district around there. And there's also a place called the Heidelberg Project. You can look that up on Google, German word Heidelberg for Heidelberg Street in Detroit, where somebody, uh, 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 an artist of some sort, decorated a bunch of the old houses that were abandoned and falling apart and painted things on them. One house is the teddy bear house. It's got a bunch of random 
teddy bears that have been discarded. The teddy bear house? Plastered all over the teddy bear house. So, yeah, so that's kind of an arts project district called the Heidelberg Project in Detroit. But beyond that, they they don't let people run wild with spray cans. <laughs> yeah, I, um, well, it, it's not that they're letting them run wild with spray cans here in Orlando, but they're giving them that 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 uh art you got to remember folks it's it's not it's not um uh you know vandalizing a wall it's it's not causing mischief with the community it's creating art man and 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 i think that's tremendous man some of these 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 graffiti artists man are are freaking absolutely wonderful yeah they are talented they they are amazing with a spray can and yeah i can see the value in doing that and kind of creating zones or districts for that so that they're trying to redirect the bad habits of tagging everything and focus them onto creating actual pieces of art that will remain visible won't be erased like the the random tagging of everything uh yeah so they're trying to take some of these people who do indeed have some great talent and repurpose and focus their energy to something positive rather than negative yeah yeah well guys if uh when i go on uh, restream i'm gonna be able to plug in the actual clip here but uh obviously i have to uh be like dinosaur mode here and, and go back to like the 1960s when we had to do everything manually this is some of the art guys i've been taking pictures of now this right here is a piece um uh uh right in downtown orlando where uh a gentleman it was a gentleman because his name is actually on the bottom. You can't see it on my phone because the way I took it, but he took a picture of, of an eyeball or, or like he, excuse me, he spray painted a picture of an eyeball with like, you know, some kind of like mascara or something. I'll show you again. The piece is right here. It's, it's really nice. And uh, I, I tell you what, like some of the art there, man, it's, 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 it's tremendous. Another piece here I'm going to get into boy, um, basically pulling the curtain and behind the curtain. Look, boy man pulling the curtain it, it's tremendous the amount of talent that these folks have joseph yeah you know? i mean some of them there are very very talented uh because I, I mean it's hard enough to do art with a brush let alone a, a can because yeah that spray is is harder to control than paint on a brush. well you need a steady hand joseph yeah. that's that's without a doubt yeah yeah and and yeah. spray paint yeah, can, you, need, you need a steady hand if you spray too much it'll get runny and ruin it so you oh, yeah. got to be able to have a light touch to be able to get just the right amount well, of you, spray you, well here's the thing joseph I was talking to a yeah, I was talking to an artist man and um the artist there uh at this uh this wall which was near a uh, tunnel uh, he said that you need to learn how to cut your finger off at the at the precise time. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But here here's here's one more of a gentleman. Now this is spray paint. This is not this is not a, a regular uh you know household paint that you would use a roll or or a brush. President here. Um our president, our former president, Donald Trump. Check this out, guys. That is fucking spray paint. 
That is crazy. I seen that shit, and that's on a freaking wall. Joseph, that a man, he he spray painted that of Donald Trump with you know the it looked like uh what the hell is that a uh some kind of like gun or something on his shoulder, but yeah. Yeah, it, the the amount of detail, like with the eyeball one you showed, I mean, the detail they can get is is amazing, and uh, if you could get them, yeah. uh, it uh, to focus their energy like they are with these cityscape murals, uh, to then focus to putting their spray paints on a, an actual canvas you wouldn't even need a canvas i mean you could go to the junkyard and get a bunch of hoods off of white cars and use that as a canvas and spray paint something and literally oh, yeah. sell that art to people you yeah. could make a yeah, living that's, that's, at that that's... i mean if if you're good like the ones that you've shown that can become a living. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember Atlanta, George there, uh, right in, uh, downtown, uh, uh, right near downtown Atlanta guys, uh, near the Martin Luther King district where they call it the tunnel of art. Uh, you guys got to check it out. Um, you can Google it, uh, on Google or anywhere you, you know, search for something on the internet. And there's an actual tunnel, Joseph, where they have, um, art all over the tunnel, like, on top of the tunnel, like when you look up like that, there's there's art on the side to the left. And there's people actually driving. So it's not like a banded tunnel, you know, and they you constantly see sometimes two, three, four, six o'clock in the morning, man. People spray painting like there's different types of stuff. It's tremendous. It's like their own little canvas. Yeah, that's the uh, walls of the Detroit Windsor Tunnel are white tiles. Oh, OK. But I. I... And on the one hand, it would be kind of cool to let them do that. But on the yeah. other hand, drivers could get distracted looking at things and cause accidents in the tunnel. And you don't want an accident in the tunnel because there's only two ways oh, no. in and out. <laughs> It'd be a mess yeah. to clean yeah. up an accident in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the precise name of this tunnel, guys, so that way I can, uh, you know, give you correct information because I don't want to give you that that fake shit, what the hell they call it, fact-checking crap, which is, I think, is dying out. I see something coming out of Elon Musk, which I'm going to get into later this week. God, all that weird. But uh, it's called the Krog Street Tunnel, guys. Um, if you go on to – I had to Google it myself to show you. Um, if you go to uh, Google and you uh, type these words in, it's Krog. It's spelled K-R-O-G, Krog, and then Street Tunnel. And – um. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool, guys. They, it's it's uh, I used to go there all the time, you know, just to uh, talk to the artists and, you know, get their insights of what they're skipping. And uh, it's a tremendous, tremendous thing, guys. I, you know, I really uh, wish you guys check that out. If you get some time, if you're in the Atlanta area, uh, my fo phone is slowing up right now. I don't know what the hell's going on with it heating up. I was going to show you a picture of it, but up oh, there it is. Here we go. So if you go to. Uh, you know, here, goddamn shit. Uh, it's backwards. So you can see Krog Street Tunnel. Um, it has like what five stars? Yeah, first people rate this thing, Joseph. It's a real. It's a. It's a real thing. Pretty cool. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyway, guys, I'm gonna get going here in a little bit. Uh, but as you can see, I wanted to 
uh, talked about my uh, my beard. Um, it's 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 thinning out. Uh, usually, it happens when you get to be about 40, 50 years old. It, it thins out for some strange reason. And when you were in your early twenties, right, Joseph? You're in your early twenties, man, and, and it's like, you know, this shit doesn't stop growing. Now, all of a sudden, it's, it takes almost to grow. I don't know. Maybe it's the climate I'm living in. I don't know. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know either. I, but yeah, uh, I I. I keep the goatee, but yeah, I shave the other areas because you're right, it, it kind of gets sporadic. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you can see coming in, guys. Yes, I'm getting, becoming an old man. Oh, God, you can see the top of my head right here. Oh, my God. God, look. All like great. Oh boy, I'm embarrassing myself. I'm embarrassing myself. It's terrible, you know. But uh, guys, we're gonna close it off here. I wanna, I wanna give one hat tip here before we close it off, and then I'll give Joseph the floor if he has anything to pitch in. Some announcements on his end. But uh, I want to thank um, uh, Walt from uh, B Raw Podcast that joined us last week. Uh, tremendous, tremendous show. Walt got into some stories of. Something similar to to us here on the show, where we rebranded to uh, Savage Unfiltered. He was known as Walt Kitchen Table, and now he's called B Raw Podcast. So, really good stuff, guys. I highly suggest you revisit that uh, episode. Uh, it's the current episode. It's still up. I haven't done any episodes after that. This will be the next current episode that Joseph and I are talking on. Right after that one, uh, that one is episode was at two. Uh, no, not two. What am I saying too? I, I've been saying too lately. We're in the 300s, folks. Uh, 373 episodes. So, yeah, 373. Check that out. This one we're doing with Joseph and I will be episode 374. So Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, man, that's all I got to say here on Savage Unfiltered. Joseph, you got anything, yeah, man? Yeah, you're going to be rolling into the 400s already here pretty soon. That's that's a lot of episodes. You're really climbing up there, and it's great the amount of yeah. following you've been able to build up over the year. I'm going to give a shout out to an odd podcast I was on the other day. It's supposed to drop sometime today. Drew Salisbury has the Treats podcast where he invites people on and they talk about treats. Well, I went on and talked about frozen custard because we have a couple of famous frozen custard places in our area. So, you know, that... Because again, like we talk, like with your show, like the music episode and the movie episode we did, it's nice to have some off the wall, off the beaten path, other kind of stuff than just politics or just talking about my book. Although I did get to talk about my book on the Treats podcast because we did also talk about pizza. And there is a section in Terror Strikes coming soon to a city near you that there is a scene at a pizza place. So it was, a, it, you know, we segued kind of to it so that the whole show came together. But as soon as that's available, I'll have it up on my terrorstrikes.info slash interviews page. But it's supposed to drop sometime today. And I even yeah. give him a shout out on how to write a book and get it published in my marketing chapter, because, you know, marketing, once you're done with your book, you've got to market your book and podcasts are a great way to market your book. 
and I use his show by way of example, uh, like I did, find unique approaches to, you know, say, hey, I'd like to be on your show. And yeah, let's talk about frozen custard, which will lead to pizza, which then allows me to promote my book at the same time. So find you, you know, put odd stuff in your book too, if you're thinking about it, the pizza scene has a, an important role in the book. And you think, what does pizza have to do with terrorism? Because again, it's not just about terrorism. And that gives you those odd avenues to help promote the book overall uh, by giving you those odd ends. Like there's a baseball thread throughout my book too. Well, what does baseball have to do with terrorism? Read terror strikes coming soon to a city near you and you'll understand why. So I've been on sports programs too to talk about baseball because it's in my Damn. book. So, Joseph know. all over the place. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hearing that three-minute conversation from Joseph, man, you've been all over the place. Podcast, sports, political, society, cold. Sure, man, you're like me. I, I had a discussion with uh, with Walt, Joseph, about, you know, where the show is going. And, you know, you got to remember something here, guys. Uh, when I had that discussion with Walt, uh, Walt's not a political guy. He, he said he can't stand politics. You know, I respect it. You know, he's more of a, um, you know, uh, uh, how can I say it? A lame duck in his uh, field, but and a good lame duck in his field. You know, he gets into a lot of good in-depth conversation with a lot of different inter- interesting folks. Um, and he's got, I mean, he's, he's climbing up the ranks, you know, he's been off the air, Joseph, for four months, man. He's battling, uh, you know, the, the health condition and stuff like that. And I, I really, I'm glad to see he's doing a lot better because he's a good friend of mine, you know? And, uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it, you have to, uh, you have to talk about different things, Joseph. You can't constantly talk about the same stuff, man, you or you're going to create a, a clock. One, right. A one trick pony. If you're yeah. just a one, although politics is an easier uh, singular subject because there's always something, a whole lot of issues under the umbrella of politics. Whereas if you're, if you have a baseball, just that, you know, to use that example again, if you only ever talk baseball, what are you doing in the winter? (laughs) But uh, dreaming up ways to talk about who might be drafted in the spring or whatever, or speculate on what this team may do or that team may do. So, <laughs> so politics, yeah, there's a oh, wide yeah. range of things yeah. under that umbrella. Uh, but even that, well, Joseph, I got to tell you, man, we're going to be talking about, pol- yeah, I was going to say, we're going to be talking about politics, man, this Wednesday uh, with this, uh, this, this left wing uh, liberal man out of uh, Arizona. And, uh, oh, Boy, I've been hearing some of her shows, and she's right to the point. Joseph, I'm going to need a freaking uh, a, a shield or something around me when I talk to her. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm telling you, it's going to be one of those. Guys, it's going to be a heated one. There's going to be some bombs dropped on this show, I'm telling you right now. But, you know, yeah. it's going to be a good show. I hope I'm not giving away a spoiler, but you shared the other day. At some point, you're uh, going to have Tulsi Gabbard on also, which will be a real interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's. Uh, it, she, if we still have, um, I should have uh, an answer from from her team over there uh, in the next uh, week or two. 
But uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, like I said, I, I did, I did get one conf, well, not confirmation, but I got a follow-up email saying that uh, uh, she would be uh, uh, honored to be on the show. So I'm taking that would be a yes. You so hope. if yeah, I get a yes, that's, that's, yeah. As long as the schedule allows, I got to meet Tulsi Gabbard when she was in Michigan, Dearborn, Michigan, for a Tudor Dixon rally. Uh, oh, okay. She's an interesting person. I have my concerns with her connections potentially with Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, but at least she's not a 100% typical fascist rat, as I call them. Yeah. You know, she yeah. is somewhat of an independent. Uh, I don't consider Christian cinema really an independent. She's a, she's with the Democrats 90% of the time. Same thing with Joe Manchin. He's a fake. He's a fraud. He always caves. He's a Democrat <laughs> yeah. masquerading as an independent to try to stay elected in a red state. It's just the well, same thing. Christian Cinema's trying to pull going yeah. independent because Arizona's purple and she knows she will probably oh, yeah. lose if if she doesn't try the John McClain, I'm a maverick kind of uh, line. Even though she, again, 90% of the time, Democrat, 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 Democrat vote. Party line with Nancy Pelosi uh, and Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I get her on the show, guys, I'm hoping and praying uh, she will be on the Riverstream uh, Network program that we're doing in January. Um, I'm not sure. Hopefully I'm getting her by January. February, I'm told that she might have availability in February. So, He's on it. It's going to be a battle. Hopefully I can get Joseph on that to discuss that with her. And uh, hopefully uh, Joseph doesn't uh, put too many digs at her. You know what I mean? But <laughs> no, I, 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 I would like to challenge her, but I will be nice and I will carefully yeah. craft the question. I won't say, what the hell's wrong with you being a part of the World Economic Forum? I will carefully, politely craft are you associated with it and why kind of, you know, I'll be nice to her. Now that other liberal on Wednesday, well, I may not be too nice with. <laughs> well, just to let you know, Joseph, as we close it up, man, I hope our, our demeanor of persona, you know, cause Joseph and I, we do cuss like sailors sometimes on the show. So I hope we don't like scare her off and say, these guys are fucking nuts. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Savage, it is savage. It's just not there for a cute little bumper sticker, folks. It, it is. It is. It's a, yeah, know, hopefully Wednesday, I, I Wednesday I will probably live up to the uh, Hopefully we will be able to savage the hell out of the whip on Wednesday. Oh, God, yeah, you ain't lying, Joseph. That woman is fucking tough. She's like a, a younger version of Joy Bayar. She's like, <laughs> oh, my God, this terrible, terrible. But anyway, guys, anyway, guys, we're going to get going here. Thanks very much for tuning in to Savage Unfiltered. I'm the host, Michael Gardner. Uh, joining us here on Mondays is always the uh, uh, lovely man from Detroit, Michigan, uh, Mr. Joseph M. Leonard, the author of Terror Strikes Coming to a City Near You. Guys, I'm out of here. Got to get a glass of water. Remember, guys, keep it savage. <laughs>